Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEIs presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, here's your breaking news from Adam Schefter. Four minutes ago, Tom Brady officially filed a letter today with the NFL and the Players Association reconfirming his February 1st retirement. No! The letter silences any questions about whether Brady might return and makes him eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2028, which I'd say he's got a decent shot at making. No! Silenced. No! Silenced. Ooh, he wrote a letter. Ooh, I don't think this means anything. I I got to be honest, I do. And trust me, I've been in the camp that he's returning the whole time. I'm like, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's playing again. I, I, I don't believe he's actually going to retire. Now, if he's filing the paper, why go through all the trouble of filing paperwork? Who likes did Gronkowski filing- do that? I have no idea. Who I likes- think he did. Who likes filing paperwork? Who wants to do that? I'm sure oh. someone else did it. Hang on. You think Gronk did the paperwork? No, I think someone his agent did it. Mm, mm, to be have passion in my life. Mm, get me my get me my finest crayon. <laughs> I'm revolving myself. Get get Gronk my me get Gronk me quill tip crayon. Gronk <laughs> mm, want pension. <laughs> me, me me fill out paperwork. It's got a nice letterhead that says from the desk of Gronk. <laughs> from desk to whom it may concern. I like Mega. It's going to be epic, man. Gronk need pension. (laughs) French fried potatoes. Camille want boots. (laughs) So, no, I I do think this is significant. If you're... Arkan, that's important. Is are you telling me Gronk filed the paperwork and then came back and played? Right, I mean, if, right, I thought right, he did, but let me. Okay, let me so so here. so then maybe this is insignificant. Maybe I have no idea, but I, I would imagine if you're going through the po- trouble of filing paperwork, and you're right, is Brady doing it? Did Gronk do it? Probably not. But if you're having lawyers or agents or whoever fill all this out, like why have them go through the trouble of doing it if it's all a charade and you're coming back? But maybe maybe it's not significant. Maybe it's easy to get out of. Schefter has been wrong before. I mean, Schefter said the Patriots wouldn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo for four first round picks. Gronkowski did not put in. His okay, I was that. I, I mean, I, I remember there was something about. That, I wasn't yeah. saying you were right or wrong. I just I didn't I didn't recall that. That doesn't mean you were right or wrong. And look, I mean, I'm sure you can file the paperwork and then unretire. I'm sure you can. I just don't get why you'd go through that step if you were planning on coming back. Brady never did that step last year, and he came back. This is all different. Belichick didn't go. You pointed this out earlier in the week, Mego. Belichick didn't go on the podcast last year. Brady didn't file the paperwork last year. Now Bill's coming on his podcast. Maybe not the way I wanted to phrase that. Bill's going on his podcast, <laughs> and he's also uh, filing the paperwork. So that makes me think now. It's done. I know it's shocking that I'm wrong with another prediction. <laughs> But now I think I was wrong that Brady's coming back. I now, like I now believe seven that. seven in two weeks? I'm not sure I've gotten anything right yet. You've gotten the 
phone number right this week. Yeah, let's not jinx it. Major somebody, improvements somebody, there. Somebody tweeted that at me, although I immediately started getting the phone number right, and then I started uh, getting the trending wrong. So I, it's, it's, you know, it's all. It's only so much room up there. Arkan's <laughs> <laughs> so right. It's like when, when something gets in my brain, something's got to go, and clearly that's what it was. So let's not jinx that. It's been, uh, I think I'm throwing a perfect game here this week on the phone number. But, uh, but yes, I, I, don't think I've gotten, I don't think I've gotten a prediction right yet. But the Chiefs. The Chiefs is going to happen. I feel good about Patrick that. Mahomes over 289 yards. He hasn't done that in either Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, really? He has not done that. I thought you were going to say Bowl. he hasn't done it in this one yet. I'm no, like, he uh-huh. has not done it in, in either Super Bowl that he's played in. Well, that's why he's due. <laughs> he's due. That's, History is on your side. That's why he's due. So Tom Brady, again, officially filing a letter today with the NFL and the NFLPA, reconfirming his February 1st retirement. Uh Adam Schefter then adds his opinion, which is always dangerous. This letter silences any questions about whether Brady might return and now makes him eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class 2028, which also means that Aaron Rodgers now will not retire and will come back because he wants to be in a separate Hall of Fame class. So you better hope he doesn't go to the Jets. 617-779-7937. Any more on Brady here, or do we want to move on to the Celtics? Let's take this one call. Okay, let's let's go to to John in New Hampshire on the Brady contract. Go ahead, John. Hey, quick question though, guys. If he did, if this happens, does that mean he can't sign the one-day contract with the Patriots to retire as a Patriot? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but I don't. I don't think that would prevent you that. Put in, in your retirement before. papers. I don't think you can sign a new contract. Ooh, right. I don't is know. this him sticking it to Kraft? I mean, good. saying please stop going on. I'm not happy about him retiring, but if he is, daytime television and asking me to I plead the fifth. If he is, good for him. Sign a one-day contract. If that's what he's doing, good for. I mean, he's retiring a buck. I don't if know he's if, filing the papers, he's retiring a buck. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I, I'm just telling you I don't know that that's true, but if it is, good for him. I hope that's what is he, he does. Is he writing a letter about how he's going to go to Foxborough? I don't know. I don't know I don't know that you can't sign a one-day a one day contract isn't a real thing. It's all fake paperwork, so I'm sure you can sign a one-day contract after you're officially put in your, your paperwork to retire, but I, I might be I wrong about that. I don't know if you can. I don't know either. I'm telling you I don't know. But I, I can? I, would I assume. No you, I would assume you could. And I, but I hope I hope that I hope it prevents him from doing it. I hope Brady doesn't do the one day contract. I've already talked about that. I don't want Brady signing the one day contract. It's fake. He's a of course he's, it's fake. He's a patriot. We're all associate him with being a patriot. Our fans are clamoring for it. But I'd like and him to us. He is always has been and always will be a patriot. I, I like him sticking it to him a little bit for for letting him go. But my my real answer is I don't know uh, if he does it. I hope he does. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Uh, quickly here on the Celtics, because this story, uh, Arkan sent this today, and I said, I can't believe this was written. Was this on Celtics blog, Arkan? Yes, it was uh, Keith Smith on Celtics blog. So Keith Smith writes for a few different outlets, but this is on Celtics blog, right? So this is, I mean, no offense to Keith Smith, but this is supposed to be like Celtics friendly and paint them in a better light. I think he thinks he's doing that. No, yeah, I, no, no, right. no, 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 no. I, I think he thinks he's doing it. Yeah. And I read it and had the complete... Opposite interpretation. Uh, He writes, Boston never re-engaged with the Brooklyn Nets on a Kevin Durant trade. So first of all, they were engaged in the offseason. So first of all, he's like confirming they were engaged at some point. Mm -hmm. They never re-engaged on a Kevin Durant trade beyond the cursory phone call that all 29 teams made. Like, uh, see, they were never going to give up Jalen Brown. Everybody was calling about Kevin Durant. Sources say the Celtics weren't willing to meet the Nets asking price over the summer. Again, were engaged. And weren't going to add to their previous offers in season. Keith Smith continues at Celtics blog. League sources say the Celtics briefly re-engaged with the Spurs. A lot of re-engaging going on about Jakob Pertl ahead of the trade deadline after cutting off previous talks at the end of December when Rob Williams returned to the lineup. 
Boston was not willing to meet San Antonio's asking price of a first-round pick, Peyton Pritchard and Danilo Gallinari, which, by the way, is nothing. All of that adds yeah. up to nothing. That's a, that's a good ask. The Celtics viewed Pirtle as a potential rental and had no plans of trading serious value for only a few months. So I, I have a problem with this. First of all, that's so cheap. Pritchard, Gallinari, who's hurt, and a first. That's, that's who they were trying to move. Right. And why aren't you going to – why is he just a rental? Like, so this is this is Brad, who doesn't want to part with the assets, but it's also Wick. Why is he a rental? You have him. You have his birds, right? Al Horford's 36. Well, and not only that, it doesn't matter. You can have Horford and him. You can go deep into the luxury tax. You have his birds, rights. You can pay him. So why wouldn't you pay him? I don't get it. Why would you treat him as a pure rental? You have him. You should keep him. What are you worried about next year's luxury tax line? What are you worried about giving up a future first when How you can they... win a title this year? Yes. That's that's it, first and foremost. Focus on this year, and Actually then you can make point, any of the decisions about whether he's a rental or he's long-term when you get to the summer and you're paying Jalen and maybe Grant Williams or whatever. Anyway, cross that bridge when you get there. Why are you even thinking about it at this point if you can get him? I don't understand. Like, you say that this is the position of need. If this is... What the ask was, and they weren't willing to do that for this season, that drives me nuts. Right. Yeah, and they've made deals with the Spurs before, so it's not like yeah, this is some that's team that's trying to hold White. you hostage here or something like that. Like, you've you've dealt with this team. You know what they're probably going to be asking for, and you know what they want. Me, personally, I think Jakob Pertl kind of sucks, so, like, I didn't really want them to go, you know, balls to the wall to try and bring this guy in and overpay for him, but I don't consider this an overpay. I don't Neither. really think it is. That's I think this is for a guy who gives you 13-9 and nine or whatever his stats are. You know, that's, that's a reasonable Look, ask. I don't, someone like I just it's not you know I wouldn't go crazy for him I but, don't love Pirtle either but yeah. they supposedly liked him and they balked at a first round pick and his future price like what the hell his future contract uh, then we get to Grant Williams multiple teams called on Grant and again this is supposed to make the Celtics look like they have a really good player I think the Celtics never got close to an offer they seriously considered one source said it was clear they had no desire to move Williams the ass was pretty big Ask, I should say. The ass is also <laughs> large, but the ask. Another source said the Celtics wanted a player who could step up into the rotation and a good draft pick. Why? Lottery protected first round pick or better for Williams. That's as clear of a sign as you're going to get of how much Boston values Williams and some potential insight into their summer plans, blah, 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 and his restricted free agency. Why, if you're trading Grant Williams, are you trying to get future lottery picks? Why aren't know. you trying to get guys who would why upgrade the team? Why are you thinking and... about the summer? Right. Why are you worried Think about, about what... this year? Why You have the, like such a young roster. Why are you worried about what Pirtle costs next year? And why are you worried about future first-round picks? You're trying to win a championship. So I think this looks horrible. Another source said the Celtics wanted a player who could step right into the rotation. Oh, I'm sorry. I just read that. The Celtics were chasing two things at the trade deadline. Another big and wing depth. Okay, Source, good. Sources tell Celtics blog that Boston was in on several wings, of course they were, that were traded, but bowed out due to meeting the asking prices in terms of picks and salary matching. One source said, and I, no joke, my house is empty. I had dropped my kid off at school. I woke my dog up because I yelled at my computer when I read this. One source said, when it became things like four and five second round picks, plus matching salaries for guys like Luke Kennard, Josh Hart, and Eric Gordon, Boston was out. They just didn't have that available. That's why they pivoted to Mike Muscala. Holy bleep. The four and five second round picks had them balking at actually upgrading their wing depth. Jay Willikers, that's a lot of picks. Did it have them balking or they actually don't have it? 
they must have it. I mean, everybody's got everybody's second round picks. Everybody's got five second round picks this year. I think I, think I read 51. I read this last night. I, I mentioned this to you guys off the air. I think yeah. 51 second round picks moved at the deadline. <laughs> the Celtics. Not mine, though. The, no, no way. No way. This is Danny Ainge. You zig, I zag. This is Danny Ainge-esque. It is. You love your second round picks. You want future picks. And I don't excuse Wick either. Because I think Wick is worried about the luxury tax line for this year and next. He said he wasn't. He know, said wallets open. I know what he said. He said muscle up at the deadline. I know what he said, but I'm telling you, their actions are leading me to believe that Wick got in the way of this, and Brad is like hedging this season against other future seasons. No, you should be trying no to win right now. Why are you worried about next year? No, so it I, makes me crazy. I read this, and I, I no joke, screamed when I read it. It was a good find by you, Arcand. Okay. You. But in the it sense, it was actually of, a good find by RK. Once in a while, yes. The Pirtle trade, the ask, is so reasonable and so what it sounded like they were trying to offer and hunt around for before the trade deadline. It makes zero sense to me. The Grant one, you know how I feel about this. This is my lizard brain kicking in. It makes me my alarm bells are going off in the deepest part of my brain, going perk trade, perk trade, perk trade. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Right. You know, like. Giannis right. Trapper. Okay. So I can I can reason that out. But the pick, if the picks are the sticking point, I got to wonder what we're doing here this year. What are we doing? Just to correct the record, uh, Ryan just mentioned in my ear, they they only have three second-round picks? They have three second-round picks so for this upcoming draft. they don't have They do not have well, any have... second-round draft picks. Well, they have... they, they no. can go beyond. No, they, they have can three. go years beyond. They, they have three. They have three. That's okay. not five, though. It's not four or five, but like it doesn't mean you can't get any players. Like Some players move for four and five second-round picks. And again, let me reiterate, who the hell cares about second-round picks? Why are the Celtics worried about that? Well, they don't have them. Well, fair. They have three. They have some. Six He's months. like trying to get, what did they say, blood from a stone? Uh, are you saying that was in the story or that's a saying? That's, that's a real a saying. saying. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a real saying. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you can't. Well, you can get some blood out of it. Three. Three blood. Yeah, three Three bloods. <laughs> they were tossing all these future seconds to get rid of guys like Gordon Hayward, Evan Fournier, yeah. uh, the Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards flip. And the just, Lancho, they, they threw these in as sweeteners they so they could take their terrible contracts. They should have traded as many second-round picks as they could and gotten wing depth. That's what they should have done. And if they had no more second-round picks, who cares? 617-779-7937. The Pirtle thing is inexcusable because you could have traded your 2025 first-round pick and nobody would give an F. Yeah, wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't have mattered. Uh, Arcan has all the latest here in trending. We'll get to your Celtics phone calls. And I do want to get to what would be a bigger choke? The Nets didn't win a championship, famously your won Nets. one playoff series, my Brooklyn Nets, or Tatum and Brown never winning a championship together. Let's get to that with your phone calls after trending. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucliff speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search. It's so dumb. Then download. My brain is melting. This is Jones and Mego on W-E-E-I.
if you can see this on Twitch, but Arcan is just going ham back there. I don't know if you can see that or if that's uh, a like visual you can see. No, I just, I just, I looked over and Arcan was uh, was quite into it. Not judging it, just uh, who's the worst dancer? Just Me letting or people know. Oh, you. What? I'm a no great way. dancer. You're not a good dancer. But how about Public Enemy coming back for that hip hop tribute at the Grammys? That was cool. I didn't see that. Chuck I, D and Flavor Flav. You know what? Both I didn't out. watch a lot of the Grammys, but I did see that. My favorite part was Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is great. I that love Buster Rhymes. That was incredible. I mean, you couldn't really understand what he was saying. No, but so what? What's what? new? It's Buster what Rhymes. Mean, since, since when was that ever like a Buster yeah. Rhymes thing where you're like, oh, he's so he's like so clear and I understand lyrics. everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I listen for the lyrics. I get out my little CD book and read along with the lyrics. <laughs> But it didn't sound like words, is what I'm saying. It did not. No, you, no, you, no you're right. No, it did. It, Kids it, call it mumble. It didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did, if I'm being honest, though. I did like to get my I was a little sad Andre didn't come out with Big Boy for the outcast Big Boy part. came out by himself. That I feel like, been nice. I feel like there was quite a bit yeah, of that. Keep waiting for that. It's I feel also like there was quite weird because those happen. two are butts. Are they? Yeah, they are. That's the worst part of, of about the outcast breakup, is that apparently they still hang out a lot. Andre just doesn't want to collaborate or work with him in Outcast anymore. No, it's like a Belichick Brady thing. No, but they they're, like, they're, they're good. Together. They're good. They just don't want to work together. No. Yes. They're like really good. Like really friends. Oh, so you don't think in the Bel- same area. What does think- Big Boy's dad and uh, personal trainer have to say, I guess? <laughs> right. I need to know that. Exactly. We've gone down, we've gone down like. a weird alley. Get us back <laughs> on track. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll get to your Celtics phone calls here coming up. I just, I read that Keith Smith article that Arcan sent column article. I don't know how to refer to it. And I just, I think he was trying to like justify what the Celtics did and it made them look so awful. It made them look so horrendous. I couldn't believe it. Like, Oh, they were asking for too many second round picks for a wing. So we couldn't do it. And Oh, we can't give up a first round pick for Jakob Pertle because we're not going to resign him. Why aren't you going to pay him and resign him? Wick. And on top of that, oh, we can't give up the first round pick, Brad. Why won't you give up the first round pick? And well, what? And oh, by the way, we want a lottery pick for Grant Williams. Why aren't you trading Grant Williams to get a better player for this year on this team? Why would you even ask for a lottery pick? Who cares? Who cares? I, I mean, before you know how I feel about the Grant Williams thing. I've made that clear enough with my lizard brain. But I'm curious if Keith Smith is is suffering from a lack of clarity here. Like if. Uh, if the Spurs only he's, he's only being, wanted a twenty twenty four, is what you're saying. Yeah. He's being a little bit of a Buster Rhymes. <laughs> if they only wanted a twenty twenty four first round pick, then write that. Because if it's a twenty twenty five first round pick, there's no reason to be hanging on to that right now. I I don't get it. I just I got to be honest. I don't get it. That that annoyed me. That upset me. I was already angry yesterday. Like I was already like, who am I more upset with, Brad or Wick? And I went back and forth. And then ulti- you still gave Brad an A. I ultimate no 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 no. I no. You got a soft spot here. I'm noticing. I don't. For Brad. I said. Willikers. I said Brad Stevens went from an A to an A minus just in a day. Wow, you're his, tough for his whole job, but like for his full tenure. Watch out for the dark night. He dropped him from an A to an A minus. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm losing something in my old age. But no, his trade deadline. What did I give his trade deadline yesterday? Like a D minus. His trade deadline sucked. Overall, as a GM, he's been a good GM. No. Yes. Okay, I think he's been excellent as a GM. Okay, A minus. I'm saying, know, but this, but this talk trade about de- consistency. This the trade- only thing you've been consistent on is how much you love G Willikers. No, I, I, I said overall he's done well, but his deadline stunk. How is that inconsistent? You gave him an A minus. <laughs> he overall. gave him an A minus for his full body Isn't of work. Is this one of the most critical moments leading up to a potential championship? The it trade is, deadline. Yes, it, the most recent one is always the most important. So I will say that. Yes. 
like, but he already got Brogdon. He already got Derek so maybe White. You could He's given up first down round to picks. A B, and then you'd really be the Dark Knight again. F. Brad Stevens gets an F. <laughs> yeah, Brag, uh, Brogdon and Derek White. I mean, yeah, maybe the Red Sox are going to get Chris Sale back at the trade deadline, too, so they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I go. just, I, that's I, what that when is. When Marcus Smart comes back, watch out. I want him to do more at the deadline. I, don't, I guess I don't see how this is inconsistent. Uh, but I was upset yesterday. I blame Brad more than I blame Wick, but Wick deserves some blame, too. Muscling up. Oh, we're going to spend deep into the luxury tax? Then why are you worried about Pirtle next year? All of that is annoying. And I, I do have a Dark Knight-ish question coming up with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, but let's go to Brian in the car. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, guys. Uh, Hi, Brian. I was wondering if you could help me. Oh, hey, Brian. I was wondering if you could help me. I was, look, I was looking uh, on Bleach Report and ESPN and CBS, and all of them seem to say the Celtics have been in first place since the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. And it seems to be that you guys want to blow the team up. No. No, the team up. And I don't understand I mean, why. I would have traded Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant if that's what you're referencing. But no one said blow the team up. We just said they should have done more at the deadline. That's all. Yeah. Gallinari well, and Pritchard in a first for Pirtle is blowing the team up, right? Pritchard actively doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Was Pirtle putting us over the top? I mean, that's crazy. Is Gallinari putting you over the top? Yeah, I just it's I don't know if I don't know if Pirtle would have put you over the top. It's just the idea of them being gun shy because of a first round pick is stupid. Talking and, about a guy who is actively injured the entire season and also, another guy who actively doesn't want to be here and is giving interviews. And a first such. round pick. And also bleacher report. <laughs> Going there for your standings? That's where you're getting your standings? Don't be rude. Have you ever heard of this new website called Bleacher Report? It's, I, it feels good that we're really back to like your classic Celtics fan. That's a classic Celtics oh, call yeah, that I've yeah. heard so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. whatever the team did, you guys are going to have a problem with uh, it. I don't have a problem. Please call back when their big man depth issue ends up biting them in the ass uh, when Rob Williams and Al Horford are going to be game-time decisions in the playoffs. Report. Bleacher Please, Report told me they're in first place. I'll listen to Bleacher Report. You're a little <laughs> too negative over here dropping G Willikers from A to A minus, okay? <laughs> I can't take this right now when this team's been in first place all year. So I just, again. I read on Deadspin that the Celtics <laughs> lost in the finals last night. <laughs> so, I mean, Phoenix last year, I brought this example up a million times. Phoenix last year was coming off an NBA Finals appearance. Phoenix last year didn't do anything. And I'm sure there were a lot of fans saying, in first place, they had the best record all year. And they lost to Luka. And freaking Jalen Brunson in the second round last year. They didn't even make a Western Conference final. So I wouldn't want to rest on my laurels from a year ago. It doesn't matter that you have the best record in the NBA. Case in point, uh, the Sixers a year ago, or excuse me, the Suns rather, a year ago. Now at least Phoenix seems like they're correcting things and being bold about Kevin Durant, which if that's what he's referencing, he's right. I would have blown up the team to get a top 10 player in the league. I would have traded Jalen Brown. I know you guys wouldn't have, but that segues nicely into a question that occurred to me. Because you two, and rightfully so, I mean, the Nets are a pinata. Like, you can pile on the Nets all you want, and I know Celtics fans are having fun (laughs) piling on the Nets. They're piling on you. And making fun of me, which is totally fine. Like I said, rightfully so, you're allowed to do that. You're well within your rights to do that. It is funny. The Nets are a joke. (laughs) My 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 predictions are a joke, okay? I acknowledge all of it. I'm going with Kyrie Irving. But here is what occurred to me. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving didn't win anything. They choked, right? That just occurred to you. No, no, no. Would it be a bigger choke if Tatum and Jalen Brown don't win anything? Like, as funny as it is to mock those guys, I'd be careful, Celtics fans, because it's a way bigger choke if Tatum and Brown don't win anything than Kyrie and Kevin Durant. So just be careful what you wish for. You've now made it very clear 
what the the level of mockery is and what we're allowed to make fun of and how much we're allowed to pile on and how much of a laughing stock the Nets are. Great. The Nets didn't win. Pile on, make fun all you want. If the Celtics don't win, that's worse. If the Celtics don't win, that's a bigger choke. And it doesn't have to be this year, but if Tatum and Brown don't win together, that's a bigger choke. Is it not? It's You, you have them as the best duo in the NBA. Arkan, you have them as the best duo in the NBA. Yep. I don't. But a lot of you out there made fun of me for not having Tatum and Brown as the number one duo in the NBA. How can you not? Tatum's a top five player. Jalen Brown's an all-star. He's going to be an all-NBA player. How could you not? What? You like Kyrie Irving over Jalen Brown as a number two? Ugh! And so if they're as good as you think they are, and they were in the finals last year, they've been together now for, what, five years and maybe a couple of more on top of this? Who knows for how long? They better win because if they don't, that's much more of a choke job than what Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving did in Brooklyn. They only had a couple of years together. You're going to have five, six, seven, ten years together. They better win. If they don't, you can mock the Nets all you want, but this will be much more disappointing and a much bigger choke. This is a wild hypothetical, but I'm completely playing along and I'm taking it even further. Yes. Because if they don't win a championship with this duo, it's it's damns the entire organization because if you can't build it around this duo and win, you drafted these guys. They didn't come in as free agents. It wasn't a trade. It wasn't a destinational thing. And then you're probably going to have a couple different coaches. You have a couple different uh, presidents of basketball operations, whatever you want to call the title, between Ainge and Stevens. And you'll have probably a decade's worth of investment including bigger money than the Nets spent on their two stars compared to if you keep both of these guys around you sign Jalen to what he's probably going to earn this offseason you're going to sink a lot more money into it it'll be it'll be just damning of whether or not Boston can still do business I mean and like everything that that I have praised them for and that I wrote about in the finals last year saying it's incredible to go to a finals where 80% of the starters on the court on both teams are drafted and developed through those teams. In today's player empowerment era, that's an incredible pivot to see in the finals. And I will praise the Celtics all day for their organizational talent that way. But if you can't win with these two, then I'm taking it all back because you got to. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to. So it's a bigger you choke. You have to win with these two. It's yes. A wi- it, it's a it wild hypothetical, be. but it would be a bigger choke if they don't win. It would be a bigger choke. Okay, good. So don't lose, Celtics. It would be massive. I mean, really, it would be way well in a landslide. It'd be worse than the Nets. It would imply that either they missed getting to the finals for the next seven years, or they made it to a bunch of finals and kept losing in the finals. So, no, like, there's no good way that this could ever be. And then, you know, what it's the worst for is the Greenies of the world and the Keith Smiths of the world and everybody who swore up and down for years and years and years that the worst thing you could possibly do is break these two guys up. Then you keep them together yeah. for seven years and they don't win anything. I mean, my God, that's it'd be a massive, massive. You know choke. what it would be Clippers esque. Oh. So I was going to say Thunder esque. You're the Oklahoma City Thunder. We've talked about this before, Arkan. And I want to give credit again. I, I gave him credit the other day. He sends good tweets. Our buddy Matt uh, gave me this years ago. He's like, you know, if the Celtics get to the finals and they gag against the Warriors and they don't take advantage, they they might be the Thunder. And so, great. He's worse than the Thunder. Great. you. I, I actually agree with that. Great. You have Kevin Durant. Great. You have Russell Westbrook. Great. You have James Harden. This group's already been together longer than those three, I think. And 
you don't win anything? Like, you're Oklahoma City, except you're in a big market and you spend and people care and these guys were together longer? Like, yeah, maybe you're right. Forget the Nets. It's like an all-time choke job if these two guys don't win. Durant was 27 when he left OKC, I think, right? So that's about, you know what I mean? So he didn't sign that. that... And Harden was only there for like three years. Uh, Durant and Westbrook were there for a long time. I was saying that all three of them, but I'll I'll check how long they were together. But, yeah, you're going to have a longer runway for these three, uh, these two, rather. I think. Um, yeah, it was nine seasons, eight in OKC, one in Seattle. But, yeah, for Durant, it was nine seasons there. But, I mean, still, that that goes to show that you need to you need to really take a good long look at what this is going to be. You're going to be signing these guys to those kind of extensions at 27. Okay, so you're going to have all the time that they're here now up until they're 27, and then the Supermax after that. If they don't win anything in all those years, that's worse than OKC. It's, it is. It's fun, to, it's fun to make fun of the Nets. It's fun to make fun of Brooklyn. But don't don't lose. Don't have the Celtics lose because you're going to have to turn around and look this team in the mirror and say it's a bigger choke that Tatum and Brown don't win if, and it's a hypothetical, if they don't win. So just file that away in the back of your mind. While you're having fun now mocking my nets, just file that one away. I want to. I just want to say this. Uh, I'm playing along with the hypothetical because it's radio. Yeah. But you're very defensive right now. Oh and no no no! I'm, yes, def- I'm is, definitely defensive is, against about the nets. This There's is a no hypothetical doubt I'm, I'm born defensive. out of your depression over the nets. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, 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 trust me, deep down, I hate myself and I hate all my takes. <laughs> and yes, I am being defensive. And yes, I am lashing out. And what was the other thing that you said? Born I'm, out of your depression? It is born out of my depression. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, 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 no. There's, there's no doubt about any of that. Uh, Charlie is in Boston, 617-779-7937. Go ahead, Charlie. What's going on? Love the show, guys. And girls, obviously. It is a great um, show. Thank you. Yeah, great show. I, I call it the afternoon jam, right? Jones, Arcan, Mego. But uh, Ooh, well, sounds, I, that gonna, sounds okay. Well, I have no problem with I that. Like I, don't, it. I don't. Oh, do you? Yeah. No. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the afternoon jam. Come you got on now. Or we can call um, it mage. Well, that <laughs> I hate. Or the mage. That, yeah, that I don't like at all. Yeah. No, we won't do that. But good try. Um, so Thanks. the one argument against the 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 uh, the bus thing is the uh, is Durant and Kyrie have one championship, so they technically know how to do it. That's the only argument against it, right? But. Uh, my point on them. Well, no, well, Charlie, no, 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 and this was me talking about them winning together. You're right; they've won individually. Correct, correct, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so my thing with them not moving Pritchard is like I think it has a lot to do with the uh, Marcus Smart injury, right? So, like Pritchard's, he's just an insurance policy. Marcus Smart's banged up. Brogdon is completely hit or miss. You know, he's pretty injury prone. So it's like if you get rid of Pritchard and then all of a sudden Brogdon goes down, and Smart's injury lingers longer than it should. You're kind of in trouble at that position, so it's like I kind of can justify that. What about Derek White? So this is what I was just going to say. And, and You've so, got more guards than anybody in the league. So, look, if you're telling me Pritchard's good depth, I agree. But if you're telling me you can use your good depth to get a player at an area of need, preferably on the wing but or at big, they should have done that because you're deep enough at guard. Smart, White, Brogdon, and that's not the proper order. Brogdon, Smart, White. Stop it. That's the proper order. You have plenty of depth. You don't need Peyton Pritchard, similar to how we talked about uh, Mike Jaws there, Mike Muscala the other day. I hope Peyton Pritchard's not playing more than like five, seven, eight minutes, probably not even that. Strike that from the record. I hope Peyton Pritchard isn't playing in a playoff game. He should get zero minutes in a playoff game. So, great, he's good depth. You already have good. You have extremely good depth at that position. You don't need Pritchard. And he doesn't want to be here anymore. He's actively saying he wants to go somewhere else and make real NBA money. Now, I don't know where that's going to be, but let him go explore. And this is just, again, this is, you know, this is the Celtics syndrome. We're like now the 10th man thinks he's going to go be a centerpiece somewhere else. Jay's in Newport. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, um, 
So, Mego, today's not your greatest show, even though you're usually great. Okay. Comparing comparing Welka's yeah, we were all thinking uh, it. impact. Comparing Welka's impact to Danny Woodhead, that wasn't great. That yeah. was a joke. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like that either. It was let a joke finish, about slot Let him finish. Receivers. He's saying a lot of smart things. I didn't like okay. that either, Mego. It was a joke. But I, I do love I love Meg explaining, okay? But, Thanks. okay, so. We'll speed it up because it's coming Tatum up. And, okay, Tatum and Brown, you said it would be damning if they don't win. There's been a lot of duos in history, like Stockton and Malone, that have had great, great careers, and they just didn't win. It, it's not like damning to the whole franchise. No, it is. It certainly is. Yeah, how, do, you, how do we look at me? Stockton and Malone? The all-time great losers who racked up a bunch of great individual stats is couple, what they are. Couple of bums. History couple would, of bums is what they are. They would look at it and go that they couldn't figure out Tatum and Brown. Yeah, Kemp, That's what history look, would say. I love the Seattle Supersonics in the 90s. You're Kemp yeah. and Gary Payton. You know, you're on the high end, yeah. Malone and Stockton. And also, you're the Boston Celtics, okay? You're supposed to have this legacy Got a little of bit of winning. a history here, you know? We don't celebrate that. Utah, they can celebrate that stuff. You don't do that here. Yeah, seriously. A couple of bums, Stockton and Malone. Not my best day. Six. The Welker heads I like that out. horn effect, though. Again, we were... <laughs> We were all thinking it. I mean, we just we had all been keeping we had all kind of been keeping it to ourselves over here, but we were all thinking it. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you're a big fan of Meg Splaining, I love Meg Splaining. Okay, it, it comes your way next. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight year old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you, I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for now. I let you know. Meg explaining. Meg So I'm gonna start this off with an apology. I love Meg explaining. Okay. Thank you. Not my best show, but you know, love Meg explaining. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to apologize to the people. No, 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 no. I was gonna apologize because oh. someone sent me this question last week when I was taking Meg explaining uh, suggestions, and I just completely lost his message. So I feel bad. I can't attribute it. But um, I got this question last week. It, I got distracted by sky tunnels and other <laughs> pressing issues. Uh, the question is pretty simple. Should a guy always pay for women oh, on good. dates? Good. Um, blanket statement here. Unless you're a minor going to dinner or whatever with your parents, you should never assume that someone else is picking up the check. Never, never, never. Doesn't matter if you're going out with your boss. Doesn't matter if you're going out with your significant other's parents. Doesn't matter if you're going out with your best friend. You should... Go in assuming that you're at least going to have to split the bill, that there's a chance in some scenario that, you know, this bum you're hanging out with <laughs> forgot their wallet or that you just met and that's taking you out to dinner. I will say... Um, Can I just interject quick? Yeah. Okay. I agree with you 100%. I go every meal I go into, I say, all right, you could be picking this whole thing up. Never mind splitting it. You could be picking this whole thing up. But it's like, all right, if I'm going to dinner with friends or relatives, in-laws, whomever... You know, and it's like, should I, I should be expecting somebody's going to throw in, right? I, I'm anticipating doing the whole thing. If you're I'm going sorry. to a group? I should, I should want that other person to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to split yeah. the bill with you. Or, oh, you know what? You got the bill last time. I got this one. Yeah, that's I, that, a great method. There, there, is a, there should be some sort of expectation on my end, but, uh, or, or at least want on my end. But expecting, you're 100% right. Go into every single bill expecting you're paying the whole stupid thing. That said, this is this sounds like it's a date specific scenario. So my feeling here is if you're the person who's asking someone out, you should be assuming that you're going to pay. 
So if you ask a woman out, then you should be assuming that you're going to pay for the woman. If you're the woman who asks a man out or another woman or a man asks a man, whatever. If you're doing the in- inviting and making the reservation the and choosing is the restaurant, the then you should be assuming that you're going to pay because you're essentially asking someone to go out with you and it's kind of like you're treating them. I hold the same thing for... You're paying if, for their company. Yes, <laughs> I know. I mean, you're wooing them, right? Isn't that the idea that you're wooing them? Yeah, I didn't do much wooing in my day, but yes, I, wooing was not a strength of mine. So I wanted to woo. It wasn't a strength. I got spinach and artichoke dip. Aren't you impressed? <laughs> I also... Want to go back to my place? I, hey, I'll get everything except for the drinks. What do you mean you I have like spinach breath? I'm sorry. You want the number four or the number five? And we're not supersizing. We're not kidding me. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, come on, please. So I do feel like then if you're dating consistently or you're in a relationship, it's about how you want the power dynamic in your relationship to be. So it comes down to do how you I want, want be? it to be. Yeah. If you yeah. do you want to be in the kind of relationship where one person pays for everything because yes. there's a certain power dynamic that goes along with yes, that. Yes, the other person. Or yes. do you want to be in the kind of relationship where you split things as you agree is fair? Well, I would now like to be in that kind of Jones wants I, a sugar mama. I would now. Well, that is what that is what I would want. Yes, and in theory, now I would love to. Yes, I would love to get into the splitting. Yes, because be as a woman, I will say um, that's like being in relationships. I don't expect someone to pay for my stuff all the time. I think that's really outdated and really weird. And I just doesn't matter who makes more money or what. It's different if it's like, hey, it's your birthday, or you got promotion at work or something we're celebrating here's my treat to you that's wonderful again depending on the situation you're in people are usually as generous as they can be so just because you're picking up checks all the time if you're making crazy bank doesn't necessarily uh i guess you know translate to the dynamic of your relationship sometimes it can hurt that way in sure. the power structure so i have a question yes you and uh, uh dr who what how do we mr. refer to him who. i'm sorry mr who dr no uh, and you don't have to answer this, but are you mm-hmm. guys, how long have you guys lived together? Uh, short amount of time, a okay. couple months. Do you have separate finances still? Yeah. Okay, right. So me, my wife and I did for a, for a long period of time. Uh, are you and Cindy single finance? No. Still separate? Yeah. Oh, I feel I'm like so, it's just kind of a modern system. I'm so, we both I'm, have second families, so that's why. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so jealous. You guys still have separate finances? I Kat, mean, kind of, yeah. Kat has, like, some secret account that she, like, jams stuff into that I, I'm aware That's of. That's smart. So she has a Especially separate account. Especially with you. But I, it is, I guess. I don't, I don't have any separate finances. I, we, are, we are linked outside of her little secret finance the account that she has. And so, yeah, we merged finances probably right around when we got married. But we had been separate all that time. You guys are separate. So I get splitting bills even living with that person or dating. I get splitting bills in that scenario. Now it's like it, it's irrelevant. It's just whoever throws their card on the table because it's all coming from the same place. Yeah. Well, okay. You're, you've been married for years. You're yes. in a pretty different scenario than I think this person is asking. No, 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 no for sure. Should a guy I was, always pay for a woman on a I was, date? You know, I'm not trying to alienate all us married olds out there is all I was trying to do. Yes. But, do, you, do you feel like there's still an expectation? I don't know how many single guy friends you still have in your uh, universe, but like that... Yeah that they're going to be paying for a woman if they take her out. Yeah, I mean, that was... Especially on the dating apps. I have had friends who have been on the dating apps and they're like, well, whatever. Even if it's a bad date, I'm going to get a free meal and right. a drink No, no, no. It. I mean, look, I haven't been dating... Uh, and I wouldn't operate that way because I think it's weird. Kat and I started dating... Especially if I don't like the person. If I don't like the person, there's no way I'm letting them pay for me. 
I'm like, gross. I don't want to owe you anything. I see. See, I'd be like, yeah, just pay pay for it. Whatever. I'm out of here. So I, I haven't been dating for over a decade. And it, who am I kidding? Even before I met Kat, it's not like I was doing a ton of dating. But it's been a while. I My expectation was I was always paying. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's changed in I the think, last decade. And then, I always assumed that. Yeah, that's what I always assumed, too, as a, as, a, as a male. Maybe that was an unfair thing to assume, but that is what I always assumed, yes. The other thing I would say is regardless of if you think that the other person is picking up the check or you're picking up the check and you're going on a date early in things, first date, second date, third date, don't order like a hundred twenty dollar okay, bottle so of I, wine. So I was just about it's to ask so this. obnoxious. So what are you what are you or what are you ordering on a first date? Me? Yes, you. Um, probably like seven drinks, <laughs> seven cocktails. Drink heavy. And then probably like a bowl of soup. And then I'm and that's falling it. down, and well, you have seven to get drinks me add up, you know. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a great first date. I would say that's a tremendous first date. I'm just joking. I haven't been on a first date in a while. I would. I mean, uh, I would always try to eat. I would be like, oh, I'm having a salad. I'd always try to impress and be well, like, well, you I'm can't having. order like ribs because then you're going to look like a dinosaur no, I'll, eating in front of someone at also, the beginning yeah, of Fantasia. Well, and it was some of that. It was some of that. Although I was probably walking around with like lettuce <laughs> flopping out of my mouth. But I would. But I would order salad. Because, you know, I'm like, well, I don't want to order like a burger or like a steak or like What's anything like that. What's wrong with like a burger? Burger's cute. They're, they're, they're messy. I love eating a burger, but they're so messy at a restaurant. The one thing they're that so I hated. And- Intern Brian just gave me a big thumbs up back there. Especially when I was younger, I hated them. Um, because, you know, I'm like a, I'm kind of a, a, a wisp of a person. And, <laughs> I, uh, I, I know the feeling. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm wispy. Um, guys used to say something to me when I was dating when I was younger and I would order like a burger or something. They'd be like, God, I love a skinny girl who can eat. <laughs> and just be like, oh, don't say that. Like, so unpredictable. Right. Girls were always like, I hate skinny guys, so I don't understand this. I don't get yeah. what's I don't get what's it's going creepy. on. Although don't, I, just don't comment on what a girl's order. Although I am, and I'm I'm assuming I don't know this about Mego. I am a former fat. So I so I, I have actually fluctuated Why a lot. Why are there of, so many of these people I've, I, in radio? I actually fluctuate. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> There's so many people I've worked but with I, but who this have is described like, themselves. I mean, Christian Fourier goes back and forth all the time. He's a current fit. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he'll be former soon. He True. does this every year. But I, this is like in college, I was like a fat person. This I mean, I like had a college. fat face in college because I was drinking beer all the time. No, 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 right. Right, 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 exactly. But it was like, but I was much heavier in college. So I, I think that's the general public who goes to college for four years. Everybody gets a little chonky looking. Mm, I, I was probably more than a little chunky, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but you haven't been like that in a long no, time. Correct. I go back and find, I'm like Oprah, like every like year or two, <laughs> <laughs> I look different. I'm either like You're a media fat in two years, I'm skinny in two years. It's never, I can't like keep it, I can't keep it on track. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but I was, I, I was just trying to make it sound like in uh, my dating days, I guess I wasn't always thin. Was my point? I was okay. either. I so was you either... weren't getting the salad because you were worried the girl would be like, "Oh, so this yeah, is correct, his diet. right? Exactly. Yes, <laughs> this yes, yes. explains this. No, I she was just trying to be like, I'm trying to look like an adult and eat a salad. I okay. eat my vegetables. I think it was the message I was trying to send. I also order off the children's menu a lot. I just did it for lunch at Tate. <laughs> Kids cheese sandwich can't go wrong. It's five dollars. Oh, nice! I'll, I may have to check that out. It's on challah bread. I, I, see, I like ordering stuff for my son off the children's menu, but then just eating it. Yeah, yeah, I like it's delicious. I, I like to do that. Chicken fingers. And they let's don't look. Go. They don't look at you weird when you do that. Uh, okay, so that's uh, that's. Mess I hope cleaning. that that uh, broke it down for the men out there wondering and women. Hey, do whatever you want. This is just the rules I follow. Yep, that's true. Uh, each and every day at this time. Megan Adelini, Adelini, as I like to refer to her. Yeah, many people do. She uh, she sounds off on something. Although today was much less yelling. I was, I, I admittedly was enjoying the yelling from her. There not will to, be yelling. Not to tell you what there to do. There will be yelling. Not, not a man telling you what to do. 
Although you I know, got a couple, I, I, I got a couple Karen messages. But I, you're such a Karen with these dogs. I was enjoying you yelling at people. I got to be honest. I was enjoying the yelling. Uh, anyway, that's uh, Meg explaining each and every day here on WEEI. 617-779-7937. We'll get back to your phone calls coming up next. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.